0: When the art day gets rough, you just got to keep on punching. And here's your thunder punch daily with Jersey Drose. So, I recently took a test, and I wish I could find the test I took. It was it was one of those tests of like what your learning style is. You answer a series of questions, and then it tells you it gives you like a sort of a a chart showing, like, okay, you chart in these different different learning modalities. You know, like, you know, are you a visual learner? Are you an auditory learner? Are you a kinesthetic learner? And I was actually surprised to see how much I charted as an auditory learner. I thought I was much more visual than, um, than, than what that test revealed to me. Um, and, but, but the reason I'm bringing this up, is that we all have different ways of learning, different like combinations of these different learning modalities. And if you're into the arts, the visual arts, which is what I, I, I'm assuming most of you are, given that this is a microcast by a cartoonist who is talking about being a teaching artist who teaches comics, a visual medium. Um, I'm not saying that you necessarily have to teach comics, by the way. Anyway, I'm, I'm assuming that like you probably do get a lot out of visuals and especially if you've been doing this a few years and you like you start you're training yourself you're studying you begin noticing more subtleties and nuances to the visual arts things that were not immediately obvious to you when you were first starting out um, but but there was something in the visual arts that grabbed you. Like it 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 worked on you. I love using that phrase because like I, I think that it's really descriptive, of this idea of when you're first attracted to the arts as a thing, you feel like it's doing something to you, it's working on you, and you can't put your finger on you can't describe it, but you know when it's happening. And often, this is like sort of like our path in the arts, is finding the details and the language to articulate that, articulate it in terms of creating our own art and articulating it in terms of describing that to somebody else, right? Now, when you're a teaching artist, you have the opportunity to possibly present a different presentation style to somebody who learns the way you do for the first time in their lives. I'm. This is not to bag on the public school system, but and 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 by the way, I mean like one of the things I'm really grateful for about the last like fifteen years is how much public schools, like teachers in public schools, are um, using more kinds of teaching styles in the classroom and actually really trying to address different learning modalities. Like uh, having just gone through a professional development course of my own. Um, where I was learning it and looking at like some of the new lesson plans people are developing, like they're actually putting that in the lesson plan. This is the, these are the different learning styles we're going to address. Um, when I was a kid, not to get too uphill both ways, barefoot in the snow about it, but like there's one way to teach the thing. <laughs> I'm going to teach you this way. And if you don't get it, uh, what's wrong with you? You know? So, but yet I still get, responses from my students years after they take my class where they say like my class was the first time that they really felt um i'm I'm totally paraphrasing the language here but like basically feel like they were seen like i was speaking in a language that made sense to them i was revealing something about composition or design or about storytelling or about character that maybe they were studying in other art classes but they just it wasn't being explained to them the way i was explaining it and more than a few times i've been told it's as if you understood how i saw it and you put words to it and helped me dig deeper so that's some that's that's kind of a privilege right like you think about that like being able to be that person who who makes somebody feel honored and and let's face it let's face it when you're really into i don't care what art it is name any art when you get like really wrapped up in it it has a tendency to set you apart, um, not in any kind of hierarchical hierarchical way, but suddenly you like have this the zeal for this thing that maybe other people in your life just can't wrap their head around. Um, this was my experience, at least, is that I, I have a very clear recollection of sitting in a subway sandwich shop. And it was a Wednesday. It was New Comic Book Day. This is like nineteen ninety one, and. I had an issue of Justice League International. I forget the number of the issue, but I remember the cover. The cover was, it was a white cover, and it was uh, Despero's head plus Lobo's head, and then un- under the the sum symbol was all the Justice League laying dead. It was part of the breakdown series. And I'd been watching, I'd been reading the breakdown series like you know with a lot of enthusiasm. And I sat down like cold cut combo at the table and I opened up the book and I, I made a noise. I don't remember what noise it was. All I remember was that my friend who was sitting across the table from me said like, look, I like comics. I don't think I like comics like that, you know? And so even amongst my friends who were also comics fans, like I felt different. I felt, I don't wanna say alone. I had friendships, but I I felt apart from, and I felt like sometimes there were things that I saw that they didn't see. And and being a kid, I didn't have language to um, elaborate on that or make it clearer to the people of, like, what what it was that I was so gripped by. You have the opportunity to be that for somebody, right? I think that that's pretty profound. And that's, that's, um, I really do feel like that's a privilege. Um, not because I want there to be some kind of soaring eulogy for me when I'm gone, because I'm the truth of the matter is I'm probably not going to care. I'm, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to be someplace else, whatever happens to me. Um, but just to be able to be present for that transmission to happen and to help um, provide somebody with guidance that makes them feel a little supported and less weird for loving the thing that they love the way they love it. I won't lie to you. If you do ongoing workshops or school visits or library visits, you're only going to encounter that student every once in a while. A lot of, a lot of the students come to my workshop because it's, they like to draw they're reading comics, which is that's that's a treasure that we're living in this time where, you know, I I encounter casual comics fans, right? That's that's amazing that we have casual comics fans now. What an achievement that we've that we've uh, you know arrived to witness, is that people can just read them just for fun instead of like having to be like this engrossing hobby where you have to go to like this special store that nobody knows about in order to get your comic books, you know. Um, so, yeah, the, you get a number of young people who are like, I just like the experience of telling stories and drawing. And this is the fun thing for me to try. And that is terrific. I celebrate it. I throw confetti all over the place like Rip Taylor. But every once in a while, you encounter that one kid who's like, they're gripped by this thing. And you get to be the grown up who looks them in the eye and says, yeah, that's it. You know, you, you matter and comics need you or whatever art form, name your art form. It needs you, and you know what? I, I I that thing that you see, I see it too. And guess what? There's even more when you start digging into this stuff. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. And I know I'm focusing on young people again. This doesn't. I don't mean just young people. I mean anybody who's beginning, right? Anybody who's starting out. Um, even if you've been reading comics all your life, if you haven't had the context or the opportunity to sit down and do any kind of like critical analysis of it, or if you haven't done the practice of trying to do what you're witnessing, like this, this just literally just happened to me less than 24 hours ago. Um, I tried playing a piano for the first time, like since I was a kid, and I never knew how to play. I mean, it's, it's, uh I know how the keys work. I know like in principle how the machine operates. I know in principle how music operates. I used to play the trombone when I was a kid. I mean, at least know that much. But the the notion of making harmonious tones with those keys that are not labeled. <laughs> I don't know where to put my fingers and I'm trying to figure out where to put my fingers. It was a slow operation. It was it was almost like I was diffusing a bomb. It felt like I had to be so careful, you know? Um Again, you know, it's like if you don't have that, that context and that experience and that, um, that preloaded thought, it, it, it's so much bigger. And so having, you know, and where was I going with this? I guess I'm going with this idea of is that I, I use the term young people because I work with young people a lot. But this goes for anybody who's beginning, right? Because you can be gripped by something at any stage of life. That's another exciting aspect of this whole thing. So even if you decide that, like, hey, I want to teach adults how to do watercolor, there's probably going to be an adult in there who's suddenly just captivated by it. And you get to be the other grown up in the room who says, yeah, you're not weird for thinking this way. So there's that, too. Maybe it's a little bit of a selfless thing. Maybe it's a little bit of I'm pointing towards something that is asking for people to, um, you know, give a little bit more of themselves. But I've also done a lot of describing of the personal benefit you get. So it goes both ways. Okay, this is part of the Art Sound Off challenge. Artsoundoff.com Me and my buddy Rob Stenzinger are checking in over the month of November with audio journals about the art we make. My edition is, is a teaching artist edition where I'm sharing lots of thoughts on being a teaching artist and how it has improved my work as an artist and how um, how I do it. Things I've learned about doing it over the past you know 13 years or so. And I will be back tomorrow with another Thunder Punch Daily. Until then, remember, everybody. In today's story, I went in search of my mother. I found her, but I also found something else, that the man who had cared for me since I was a baby, who loved me as he would his own daughter, was just as much my father as any parent could be. And so whether they are someone we were born to or whether they chose us to adopt, it doesn't matter. The ones who protect us and teach us and love us, they are the ones we call mother and father, and they deserve the same kind of love from us. Until next time.